podcast justin bedford alongside noah russo how you doing this week buddy doing well doing well that's good to hear good to hear just living the dream here you got some nice weather yeah you want to know what we we had a snowstorm on uh was snowstorm an influx of snow on friday kind of messed with my day to be honest with you but um it, it wasn't it wasn't pretty like it was just the visibility was horrible and everything was was just not good and then yeah today was just absolutely beautiful 16 degrees celsius just living the dream the city was looking absolutely beautiful i think i sent you a picture oh you did all yeah, yeah it was just ah, it was a perfect day uh yeah it was it, it, yeah it's awesome but yeah, like and tomorrow the, tomorrow is supposed to be like identical, so I'm pumped. Yeah, but the weather can change on you, you know. It's it's that's Calgary. Yeah, yeah. As I said, it was freaking snowing on Friday, and like um, had to deal with a few flights being canceled or delayed on Friday, which was annoying because yeah. of the snow. So, yeah, definitely glad that's over and we're into this like nicer period until the next time. Yeah, it snows. Until the ne- yeah, you never know. So I'm guessing more or less a week from now. Yeah, you just gotta enjoy it while you can. I think it's the same thing. We got some nice weather here now too. It's been nice. Been, you know, we got people you know moving in and out of the house with the end of the semester and stuff. So busy time. Like I'm just gassed right now, but you know, show goes on. Yep, yep. Apparently, and just like really not that much stuff to talk about. Similar to last week, where like I don't know, we're at the end of the season, right? Like. Panthers clinching the division, clinching the conference. Like we know where they're finishing. We know they're getting Pittsburgh or Washington in the first round. Uh, and we're kind of just waiting that one out. Uh, other kind of stuff around the league. Uh, Ryan Getzlaff retiring uh, at the end of the season. For me, six. Ryan Getzlaff, one of my, I hated the Ducks growing up because, you know, I was out last right. Mm-hmm. terrorizing you know the western canadian teams that ducks team but what a player ryan gets left yeah like he's his play as of late like later in his career obviously like did not really represent what what he what he's done um is he is he a member of uh that uh the gold medal club like the triple that thing? club yeah Probably. I can't remember. He's won a cup. He's won an Olympic gold. It says he have a world championship. Yeah. Probably. The Ducks have missed the playoffs here and there. He, pro- he must. Yeah. Like, he won world juniors, right? 
Uh, yeah, because that, that team was sick. Yeah, was that, with, yeah, yeah, with him, Bergeron, Perry, all the all the boys. Yeah. We're just looking it up. Yeah, I'm gonna try and see if I can find something. Let's see. Yeah, so it's Olympic World Championship and Stanley Cup. Surely he has a world championship, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not really, I'm not doing really well at finding this. Um, he doesn't. Really? Yeah. There is only one coach who's in the Triple Gold Club. Could you name them? Like, still like active or inactive? no but no, inactive but in our generation like i'm if we're not going back to like you know pat quinn or anything i can give you a hint it's a leafs legend is it mike babcock it is mike babcock <laughs> oh <laughs> boy not as many players. I'm pretty sure he's coaching at University of Saskatchewan now. Yeah, yeah, because they lost some. I don't know. You see it uh, yeah, every yeah, now and again, you know. But Ryan gets up for me, like one of my favorite players growing up. You know, to me, like him and Joe Thornton were just like the, the big, you know, center playmaker type player mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, every team wanted to have and just relatively consistent for the prime of his career for the Ducks. My question to you, though, is Ryan Getzlaff a Hall of Famer? Yes. I I, I think he is. I, uh, like, you look at his, like, just his, his career as a whole. Um, Got to pull up his stats again. Uh, but you win a cup. Um, he's just, he was such an icon. Oh, but, I, like. I, I feel at, like. At what, wait, is it, like, is it the Hall of, like, fame? Like, what's what's the standard we're trying to set here? One second, I'm trying to like build because, my argument. All right, because I was having this conversation like with a uh, you know a good friend of the show, John uh, Bird, who's obviously a Ducks fan, and he was like, "How could anyone like not think Ryan Getzlaff's a Hall of Famer?" And it's when you look at his actual like list of achievements, it's not like that impressive. Like it's good. But is it? Yeah, like almost a point per game over the, over his career. You know, won the cup. Um, but, but no, no they individual award. Did ever. he? Did he make it to a cup final too? No, no. He he. They won the cup. They have made it to the conference final a couple times. Right, right, right. He yeah. made some all star teams, obviously. But no individual awards. He's won a gold medal with Canada. Uh, probably two actually. Um, is it? You, you think it's enough? I, I, you look at his like, like how long was he captain there? He was captain a while. Like, like he didn't necessarily like win those awards, and that's fine. But like to demonstrate that level of leadership in the in the in the National Hockey League, I feel has to get rewarded. And you compare that to his stats and just. His stats don't uh, speak for everything either. Like he he 
he has that old school like hockey edge to him that he's able to adapt in today's game. Um, it's like I, I just feel like he's a he's such a unique player that you kind of have to highlight that. Um, but I then again, I'm not dying on that hill either. I can very much see him not making the Hall of Fame. I, I definitely won't be unanimous, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, it's not like to me, like, like Corey Perry's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right? Like that's no doubt. And you, you kind of tie the two together because they were that like dynamic duo they had there in Anaheim for so long. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm sure we'll, we'll see a little more debate yeah. on Twitter about it in uh, in the next few days. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I have no yeah. idea. No, because, like, for me, like, initially I was like, yeah, like, not a Hall of Famer. And then I remember that Kevin Lowe's in the Hall of Fame. And that kind of makes me lead it worse. There's a ton of names in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, because we were talking about, you know, like a, we were talking, we were talking with Jacob Barker and a couple other, you know, guys in the house about, you know, what like players from like our era, because our era is, of watching hockey is like, let's say like 2007 till now. I was going to say like Crosby and OB. Other walks, right? Yeah. But then we start. No, but like that's, that's how I'm setting the era. Yeah. It's like Crosby, OB is when our era started. Yeah. And so, like, players from that era, and there was, like, a couple ones where it was, like, close. Where it's, like, is Carey Price a Hall of Famer? I think so. Does he have, like, a, he has a Vesna and a Hart? How many goalies have won the Hart? I think Jose Theodore's won the Hart. I have no idea how many won it, but, like. <laughs> I have no idea. I was just hoping that that argument was going to work. But, like, like it's not, like, a ton, right? Like, he's one. Is Jose Theodore not a Hall of Famer? Well, he's still eligible, surely. (laughs) So, like, not currently, no. But, like, or, like, there was, we brought, like, Chris Letang. Probably. Yeah, I mean, once you get to three cups. Three cups and two golds, like, you're kind of just chilling. Yeah. You're just waiting for the induction ceremony at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. But like, like, you have to remember, it's the it's the the the, is the hockey hall of fame is for NHL. No, it's hockey. It's just hockey. Okay. Um, yeah, like Latang for sure. I think Malkin probably as well. Like, if you just look at that Pittsburgh team, Flurry probably. Um, like that old team, probably like the 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 guys that were there for all three yeah. cups are in. Yeah, like those main guys. Then you go to you, you can kind of like bounce around from dynasty to dynasty. You look at Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, like well, probably yeah. not the most deserving off the ice, but that on the ice you can't really argue with that. Um, yeah, same with like Duncan Keith, right? He's got a couple of Norrises. Yeah, um, like. Victor Hedman will go into the Hall of Fame. I am pretty confident Kale McCarr will go into the Hall of Fame. Um, like I know that's like huge. Well, I know that, but they're but... like, yeah, um, like players where you've seen like the majority of their career. 
Like, like you already know McDavid's going to make the Hall of Fame. That's like yeah. a lock. Yeah, like you know, McKinnon, like all those guys. But like, okay, what about what about Eric Carlson? Two Norrises probably could have and should have been four. No gold medal. No cup. Unless San Jose bounces back real quick here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You go on Hall of Fame on Eric Carlson. Yeah. Man, like see, see, it's like it's prime a- Ottawa Senators. Eric Carlson was so dominant. But it was just like kind of short. It was. It was like, was like I. I would say he had what two good seasons in San Jose so far. Like good. Like, good. I'd say zero. I'm pretty like he was decent when they traded for him that first season, no? Or was no. it half season? No, I'm gonna look it up, and I know we've gone like drastically off topic here, but like yeah, yeah, might, no, no, might, no, it's we might as well, right? Yeah, no, it's we gotta Again, ride the wave at this point. Exactly, not much going on. Um, his first season in Santa, yeah, his first couple were all right. Yeah, yeah, like I remember he was okay. Like the the year he got traded, I remember he was okay. Um. But like the the on ice like the on ice just never it never like recovered. Well it's or, like the injuries, right? Yeah. Like the peak was so good, but it was not that long. Well, a couple of good years. He absolutely tore it up in interesting. Yeah, he tore it up in Helsinki in the lockout. Shocker. I'm just looking. I'm just looking at his numbers. They're fascinating to me. Because, like, the plus minus, like, really is an eyesore when looking at his career stats. Obviously, OV. Well, yeah, OV, like, Backstrom. Maybe. What about Ryan Lundquist? Who? Is that not his name? Am I just... Henrik? Henrik. Oh, my. Did I just oh say Ryan? Is his brother Ryan? No, his brother's Joel. No, exactly. I don't even know why I, I said Ryan. Yeah, I was like, hold on a second. Henrik. Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, he's got to be, though, right? Like, he's Henrik Lundqvist. What awards has he won? The Vesna. The Vesna? I think he might if have you're, But if you say Lundqvist deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, doesn't, doesn't Price have to be de facto? I don't. I. It's tough. It's tough to me. I mean, who? who one was the consistency. Steven Stamkos. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. The guy ripped like sixty. Sixty. In a year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy ripped sixty, and he's got two back-to-back cups as captain, and golds too. Like he's an overrainer. Should we talk Panthers? I was just thinking, okay, so like, Panthers, I think Huberto and Barkov, like. Yeah, I think you kind of have to. I think Barkov's a lock. I think Huberto's a lock, too. If you say Barkov, like, it's just, Huberto did fly under the radar for most of his career. 
Yeah. If Huberto were able to pull off the Art Ross this year. Yeah. The issue is that because I think the last two Olympics haven't worked out for NHL players, like they don't have, they don't have any Olympic medals really to show for it. Yeah. Because who like they were too young for that 2014 Olympics. But if they let's say let's say they finish their careers with a Stanley Cup and a couple individual awards is enough. Like we know it's enough to have their number in the rafters for sure. That's a given. But are they Hall of Fame? I think Barkov again wearing the C. If you're gonna put Getzlaf in there being this unique player who won, you know, or the C, I think you put Barkov in there too. Yeah. I think what if about can, if he can win one or two more South trophies. They don't show oh yeah, they do show. What are you looking for? I think uh no brainer for Eric Stahl. Oh, you're just looking at more non No, I'm just looking up more that I'm just like that we can talk about. Current players on this Panthers team. There's one lock for sure. I think Akbot has a shot. I think he. I think. I think. A, like. I think he needs a couple cups there and a Norris. Yeah, I was gonna say like he just needs a full season of him like. Or realistically, like now. when you talk about like the dynasties and the core pieces of those dynasties, right? If you can pull that off, then I think those three guys are in. Yeah. If you can be that dynasty, to me, the only like the the real walk on the team is very obviously Joe Thornton. Yeah. You want to know what Claude Claude Giroux is probably close to being a lock too. Yeah, he's got he's got he's on the Barkov level probably. Yeah, but he's at the Olympic gold. Yeah. Now, hear me out. I'm gonna throw out a name. Sergei Bobrovsky. Two Vesnas. If he wins a cup, two, if he wins a cup. Two Vesnas. If he wins a cup for sure. He's got double the amount of Vesmas as Carey Price. He doesn't have a heart, though. So? He's got the two Vesmas to keep him warm. It's fine. I think I think a Vesna and a heart is more valuable than two Vesnas. Nah, spread over two seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But heart, you're literally, you're the best player. For like one year, all all positions, all year. positions for one year. It's not, it's not the one hit wonder like Hall of Fame. <laughs> like, that's not that's not how we do it. Oh, he had one solid year. I feel like I uh, I mean, or do you think like the voters too are just like, oh man, he had to play behind those like mediocre halves teams. <laughs> like, sure, take that into consideration. Like, I'm sure that's what they do for him because too. Because because Price has. The the world junior gold, he has the Olympic gold, and he, does he have a has? Did he ever go to the world championships? I don't know. I, I don't know maybe stuff off the top of my head. I wasn't. Prepared, I was. I fully wasn't prepared to have an in depth conversation on the Hall of Fame. That wasn't where I thought this episode was going to go. 
Me neither. I'm kind of glad we're talking about this, though. It's very interesting. It's a really... I'm we get to look at stats of guys that, like, we haven't, like, I have not I thought about it so Well, long. I did this just, like, a month ago, right? The upsetting thing is, like, there are some players I'm like, oh, man, this guy's Shirley, and he's a legend. And then you look him up, and you're like, oh, man, he, like, never eclipsed 70 points. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, he just wasn't as sick as I thought he was. Okay, what about, and I know, you know, he's kind of loathed by, you know, Panthers and Panthers fans, but Patrick Maroon, three cups. That's a tough one. Like Patrick sure. Patrick Maroon's career has not been consistency. No, it's not it's not it's not consistent. It's also not good. But three cups in a row. But like I, I like to say right place, right time in that situation. Okay. And I, I don't think you can reward someone for being at the right place at the right time. Like it's not, you're not rewarding based on merit. You're just rewarding them for being at the right place at the right time. It's like virtually uncontrollable. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he picked Tampa as a free agent. But like, I, I bet you look, you look at his net impact on the team and that wouldn't be calculable. Cal- yeah, he would have done nothing on those teams. That's like, yeah, like it's it's tough. Like, what about what about Joe Pavelski? He's got some silver medals, scored some goals, captain. He's probably. I don't know if I'd vouch for him. Yeah, it's a tricky one. There's so many, like, borderline ones that, like, I would put in, like, a hall of, like, really good players. But a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Duncan Keith? Oh, Duncan Keith for sure. Yeah. As much as, as, you know, a little bit, you know, tainted with that Blackhawks, you know, dynasty. But, like, the Norrises, the Golds, the Cops. Like, what about Corey Crawford? Is two cups? Yeah, he might have been there for the first one, uh, but he wasn't the goalie. No, no, I mean, I mean, how can you, you know, take over the net from Anthony? I mean, you just can't. But I think he's got Olympics too. Jonathan Quick. Yeah, he's got a con Smythe. Oh yeah. Right, through the Conn Two cups. No, I see Conn Smythe. I'm like, you're in. Yeah. Like, it's got to be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's so many. Oh, there's so Like, you you could have this conversation about, like, 100 players, and it could go on for hours, like, realistically. Justin Williams? Oh, put him in. He's a lock for me. Mr. Game 7? Two cups and a Conn Smythe. Oh. And, like producing like in playoffs well that's what he does yeah He's who else we got jason spezza no i i agree wayne simmons what are you doing oh my goodness i was naming the league's bottom six right now yeah because that's like all the old dudes Oh, you see so many people on like twitter that are like oh my goodness like wayne simmons leafs legend it's like i get he's from the area and i get he's like this iconic player but like what has he done for you? He's literally a Philadelphia Flyer. 
Yeah, like, oh, he's like, oh, you know, he fights some people. And I know you're not used to that as Leafs fans. I mean, a guy who, you know, can mix it up physically. But hear me out. Like, no, not a Leafs legend. <laughs> you mean, like, what, three years? Oh, man. Like, man, there's some good ones. They're also, like, here's the thing, like, a lot of the guys, like, you'd name, like, oh, maybe a Hall of Famer, but not a first ballot, right? Like, yeah. Like, Alfredson wasn't first ballot. That's crazy. But Marion Hosa was. Well, I mean, credit where credit is due, right? But to me, like, I don't know, Alfredson always seemed like this, like, more iconic player to me than Marion Hosa. The Cups? Well, yeah, it's the Cups. And, like, he was a good two way winger. Mm hmm. But I don't know. It'll yeah, be, I agree. Yeah, there's so many guys you could like. Yeah, you could go on and on. You really could. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of more. I don't know why, but it's just like it's fun. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Um, oh man. Well, we should probably get into talking some Panther stuff. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. but before we do, we got a quick ad read here which we might as well read now before I forget to do it. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play for free Play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. Back to the Panthers. The win streak, unfortunately, because we're recording this late on Sunday, uh, win streak came to an end tonight. Ends at 13 with the loss to Tampa Bay. I think looking at the schedule, you know, as much as you're excited with the win streak, you knew the back to back against you know, Toronto and then Tampa, it was going to be tough to, to win both of those ones um, blown out tonight. But the streak itself, unbelievable run for the team. It, it really was. Um, and a lot, a lot of comebacks in those. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, 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 like the resiliency of this team to, you know, like, we've both played organized sports like the the mentality when you're losing in a game whether it be hockey whether it be you know soccer whatever the mentality when you're losing it's it's not easy to be optimistic it's not easy to keep like the focus on like it, it it's not easy to be like to 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 keep the engagement level like there's a lot that goes into it mentally and to be able to do that game after game after game to just like come back again again and again is just phenomenal like it's it it demonstrate how like 
strong this team is. Yeah, like uh, to me, it's like it's almost like a snowball effect, though, where it's like you come back once, right? Then the next mm-hmm. time you're down in the game, you believe you can come back. You come back in that one, and it just keeps building, right? Like they've come back so many times. Like this team, they know they're never out of it. The fans know they're never out of it, right? And they have that belief because time and time again, they've proved that they're not out of games. And I was watching uh, the Toronto game tonight too. They went down 3-1 to Washington. Washington scored two in like a span of a minute. And the commentators are saying, like they had the, I forget who it was, between the benches. And they're like, the Leafs bench is just silent right now. Like they're just shocked. Now they did come back and win in the yeah. shootout. But Ovi left the game, so great to solve. Uh, and that's when their comeback began. <clears throat> but... To me, that like that that's a difference in mentality. Is that team look they 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 well, out two goals pretty quickly and they're defeated. Panthers allow two or they're down three or four. Doesn't matter. You got you know Wallenberg on the bench getting the boys fired up, and you just go out and you just, you get one, you get another, you come back. And mm-hmm. they've done it all year and so many comeback wins over uh, this streak. I will say though, I was just like a little bit cheesed that like. They had one that like they'd won like fourteen of fifteen, and the one loss was the only game I went to in, in Toronto. So like just and like it was not even like it wasn't that great a game for like either team. I was like really, like that's yeah. that, that's the game where we're just everyone's going to take the night off. It's sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, what like what a great run, especially building towards the playoffs. Uh, like the like. If you win 13 games early in the year, like 13 in a row early in the year, like that, like that momentum fades. Yeah. But if you win it at the right time, like you're getting close to the postseason, you only have a few games left. Now it's like, okay, you, like the you need that kind of momentum going into the postseason, especially when you know you're getting Aaron Ekblad back soon. Um, just have the team playing this well. Claude Giroux, absolutely clicking. Yeah everything you could want from you know like just the perfect fit really yeah all around for, for i i team. think the only like contentious point is like are you worried about the amount of goals they have been letting in recently uh like just a lot of like you know like five four ish type games like we we saw that uh, Toronto win a few weeks ago seven six lose to Tampa tonight led in eight um, but before before Tampa tonight you allowed two you allowed two two one one two one like the last half has been better but it's yeah. so streaky yeah right but it's like. If you win five two or five four wins a win, um, I also saw people pointing out they were trying to point out on Twitter is to discredit the Panthers like oh well you know a lot a lot of those wins are coming in, in OT. There's no three on three OT in the playoffs. You know it's not shinny out there, and it's like okay, I guess yeah they win a lot in OT, but they are also one of the best five on five teams in the league, and I mean very could you know very possibly could win the president's trophy so like what are we doing here like oh yeah dude, like someone has to win it like it's three on three ot mm-hmm. yeah like you know i i'm not worried just because the the 
playoff hockey is so much different. It's so much, it's, it's a lot more closed. Um, so from that, I, I think the Panthers will benefit from that, uh, in terms of just like, like solidifying your defensive scheme. But well, also, and, that, like, and that's where Ben Chirot comes in too, because playoff you know, Ben Ben Chirot has been like good to very good for the Panthers, I would say, since they brought him in, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I've I, I'm a big Ben Chirot fan. I think he's such a solid D man. But also, like you got to think a little bit bigger picture, and we're probably maybe a couple weeks away from Aaron Ekblad being back. Yeah. So that that's like. I don't know, like, how would you feel about going on a, like, 14-game winning streak with without your best defenseman? Like, it's just, it's unfathomable to me that, like, they're still missing him, and he's such a huge part of the team. Like, he's, like you know, the whole he's... Day, it's built around him, right? Like, yeah, he's, he's, he takes the tough minutes. Exactly. So, it's it's going to be, like, I think, like, defense is going to be such an asset for the Panthers during the playoffs. I think it's, it's going to be really, really good. Um, and then they've got the depth up front. They've got experience and uh, in a few guys, it's, it's going to be really, really fun to watch, but like that's that as long as they can avoid turnovers in their own zone. And I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of the goals that we've been seeing going in. Um, I think that if you can harness that, then I mean, yeah, like, like, like I might as well just buy plane tickets right away. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm debating it because <laughs> it's yeah, like really, like the goals that they allow, like the, the things that kill the Panthers are the own own zone turnovers and like uh, on the transition game because they that they are aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. Those are, I mean, first of all, I think it's easier to to rein DM than to get them to be more aggressive. Um. Uh, and then I think just a lot of the players that they have, you know, as good as they've been in the regular season, are just better suited to playoff hockey, especially in the bottom half of the lineup. Like Radko Gudis is built for playoff hockey. Ben Sherrod is built for playoff hockey. Ryan Lombard, Mason Marchman, who, what? like his year's been ridiculous. Sam Bennett, if he cannot get suspended, right? Yeah. Sam Reinhardt's I- got some sandpaper. Like, the, the, people always point out the offense with the seam, but the sandpaper is there too. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's a little undisciplined, right? We've seen that this year where they get into penalty trouble in a lot of games, just a little bit too aggressive, but there's a lot of things that are penalties in the regular season that won't be in the playoffs. And you can maybe get away with that extra shove or whatever it is. While we're also talking about defense though, by the way, got to point out like what an absolute heater Gustav Forsling's on. Yeah. It's Holy him God. and Montour. Um, Insane. I think uh, I somebody told me the stat that there's two teams in the NHL right now with three or more defensemen with 30 or more points. Yeah. And it's Florida and Edmonton. Yeah. Although this was a couple nights ago, so it might have changed. I think Tampa had like a few guys at 20. But as of a few days ago, um, and the Panthers actually had four. Yeah. Like that's, it's, it's crazy that the pace that those guys are on for like paying, playing such lower minutes. It's just, it's impressive to be honest with you. 
Well, yeah, and especially too, like you mentioned, like when internet blads out, guys have to step up. They need to be, you know, paying more attention in their own zone. It can be harder to find the the opportune time to jump in, and you know they've been good defensively, especially lately. So they're not giving up much defensively, and they're giving you that extra offense. They're filling in the gap, but you know Aaron Eckblad was bringing, and he was on. I mean, his season. I'm looking at Aaron Eckblad's numbers right now. They're just ridiculous. Like this guy's only played 61 games this year. He's got 15 goals. Yeah. Like it's a monster year for him. Yeah. And that's you know you're getting him back in the playoffs. It's like okay, here we go. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, last thing, though, curious though, we talked we kind of in depth about Washington as a potential first round opponent. Um, the odds are kind of swinging and looking like it could be Pittsburgh uh, in that first round. Do you prefer Pittsburgh to Washington? Like, who would you no. rather face in round? I'd rather face Washington, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, I, knock on wood, it's nothing major for him. But like, if Ovi's out long term that's not a bad thing for the panthers and i just i i for some reason i don't have much trust in the goaltending of the capitals um tristan jari's out yeah but um who's casey to smith yeah he's he's been known to get hot and uh, he reminds me a lot of UC Soros and UC Soros. I oh, my goodness. Every goal. Terrifying. Every yeah. Terrifying. Um, nightmarish. Um, is that, that I, I just I like that matchup better. I think that, you know, the the depth. I, I'd be fine with either team. But for some reason, Washington just I'd rather rather have them. Yeah, to me, Pittsburgh's like one of those teams where it's like, Washington's going to come at you way more physically than, than Pittsburgh will, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a given. Pittsburgh, though, plays – I like the system they play. Like, to me, I don't think they really have that great a roster, to be honest with you. But they're just so well coached, right, that they still perform well even when their top guys are out. To me, it's just the experience of the guys that worries me, right? Like, of what some of the veteran players on that Pittsburgh team, like, they've been around. They know – how to win in, in those big games. And I know Washington has a cup too, but to me, it's, it's just a little bit different. Like Pittsburgh's done it over such a long time. Like they won the cups back to back three cups for, you know, some of the guys that are there. Um, so the only, the only reason I would maybe lean Pittsburgh is that I think if you go into a series with Washington, like you're coming out pretty banged up. Because yeah. they got some big, heavy guys, yeah. right? Like, it's not just Tom Wilson. Like, oh, she's a big guy. Lars Eller's a big guy. They got Hathaway. They got Dowd, right? They have a lot of really physical players. Dimitri Orlov on the back end. I agree. They for sure have the physical edge over Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, I'm not worried about, you know, Brian Rust bumping into me. But if it's... Yeah, or uh, Brian Boyle, who I completely forgot still played hockey. Panthers legend. Like, unbelievable. Um, that would be yeah. the only only case I would make for Pittsburgh is that like, I think if you're you're hoping you get out of the the round either way, I think you come out healthier if you play Pittsburgh. We'd uh we'd also get to see our old pal Mike Matheson. 
who's been pretty good for them, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, like, I think teams. great trade for both teams. I loved it. Yeah, to me, like, Hornquist, Hornquist brings that edge for the Panthers on that fourth line. Yeah, he's annoying. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he's built, built. He's great for the role. To me, it's the big thing. Like as much as Mike Matheson, like he was downright brutal for the Panthers. But again, like the Panthers, when they turned it around, right, and were playing well last year, like I think Mike Matheson actually would have fit really well into that team because he's just big and mobile, right, and fits what the decor does now. But the cap hit and the length of the contract is just like yeah. there's no way. No, I don't right? think so either. Like, you can't strap yourself to that. There's no, there's no yeah. chance. Yeah, no chance. Not if you're trying to build, you know, a decent window. Exactly. But yeah, either way, I think, uh, yeah, but, you know, either way, it'll be a fun series. I think Washington will be more entertaining for sure with the physicality yeah. and you got the OV factor. But he's always solid against the Panthers. That worries me a bit. Yeah. But that, that's the thing. Both both teams have X factors. Exactly. They and for sure have them. Yeah. Like it, you can't take either lightly. Like you, you just can't. You'll get burned. Um, but yeah, either way, should be a fun series. Looking forward to it. Few games left here in the regular season. Can't wait to to get into the games that really matter here. I mean, you know, at this stage, like I'm mostly, I'm just hoping the team, you know, gets out of the regular season healthy. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm stoked for the playoff hockey. Um, and yeah, I think that uh that does it for this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone tuning and listening. Uh, And we'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode. We'll see you all then. Panthers are back on top.